what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin and shoes off. If you hate Davy, shoes off. If you hate Davy, it's the tribal wanker. Nick Davy. Uh, good evening. Uh, that's a bit upsetting. British crowds are the best. <laughs> I absolutely love British crowds, and um, it even, I will say, even Sprit got, obviously we spoke about it a bit off air, but I was away in Prague this weekend, and the chance managed to make their way to Prague, I managed to get, uh, just randomly chanting, uh, you just sold my car to Santos Escobar, <laughs> I sold my car. Um, I have been praising crowds, I think, a lot this year, but, yeah, between Puerto Rico and uh, London, yeah, mm-hmm. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I think what it's done as well, not to, I know it's going to be mainly about WWE, it's got me even more buzzing for uh, All Out as well next um, uh, next month. Uh, sorry, All In, I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, but uh, no, amazing, amazing crowd. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, um, we get into the matches, can we just discuss the John Cena bit with the, the teasing of WrestleMania coming to London? What do you think? <laughs> I think it's actually going to happen, or is it just a pop the crowd type thing? Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it's definitely one to, um, yeah, I think there's, there's obviously going to be, they wouldn't have obviously allowed him, there's definitely going to be, some, if it's now or it's in the future or it's a never say never, there's definitely scope for it. They, uh, I'm sure they, uh, it wouldn't have just been the case of him seeing, oh yeah, they threw a mic at Cena and say whatever you want and he's come out with that. So <laughs> that's definitely not, I think there definitely is some truth to it. How soon though, I don't know. I'm, I've read a report that there's, uh, reading reports that apparently they're, they're close to already announcing an American city for 2025. Apparently yeah, that's 2020. Of Philadelphia and is next year. I'm sure yeah. it's Houston the after, I think. 25. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think about my American geography there because I know they try to obviously naturally try and obviously put. Oh yeah, Philadelphia's up by New York, isn't it? I yeah, Philadelphia's nowhere near. Yeah, Houston's way more yeah. sort of south or central, yeah. I guess. Um, but um, yeah, no, I think it's certainly encouraging news. Whether as well that you, I mean, you don't have to be a genius to probably maybe look at uh, how. I mean, obviously the stats at the moment are. Uh, sort of speak for themselves. We had Clash at the Castle last year, Money in the Bank, apparently two of the highest grossing shows they've ever produced. So, I mean, if those numbers don't obviously speak volume, then I don't know what will. Uh, you even have to look at other companies. I mean, it, it, not, obviously we're not naive enough to think that they don't have a, they don't look at other companies' ticket sales or anything like that. They'd be, they, they obviously do. I think that mm-hmm. might have had a, certainly had an influence given AEW. I mean, what, I don't know what we're at at the moment. Are we, are, are we still around the 80,000 mark at the moment? Of I think, think it's, it's on course to break the SummerSlam 92 record, which is what the cynics are saying. They want to bring WrestleMania here to get that record back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, I mean, for me, like, not so, uh, who, me, who loves both companies, equal, uh, mm-hmm. equal amounts. I mean, that's, um, yeah, I mean, that's what I want. This is what I, I've always wanted. I want to have this. I want to have the option to go to both shows. What's it? So. That's what happens when you have competition. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's what we were saying from the start. And it really doesn't have to be, oh, I'm an AW fan or I'm a WWE fan. Love wrestling. I and mean, this is what I wanted from the start in 2019, I think it was, which is, when the when the whole sort of well then the whole sort of bit but when AEW obviously began with its weekly television shows I was hoping this would happen with uh with obviously competition and we're starting to get there albeit yeah I know it was the case of well it, one product was class one product wasn't so much over the last sort of since AEW started but now we we are getting very good sort of yeah weekly shows and the fact that if it does and the fact that as well the People are wanting to go to them, as you say. Clash at the Castle last year, um, high, one of the highest grossing shows they've produced from re- certainly recent years. And um, 
apparently this was the highest grossing arena show or something they're now, they're now saying so with um, money in the bank so it's all amazing news at the moment for us Brits and um, yeah I think definitely with John Cena's announcement there's definitely scope to it I know in the past there's been sort of even when Triple H has had been qu- quizzed on it he's sort of said never say never but I think yeah to actually do that announcement giving it, give it a, pretty much a whole segment based on that I think his um, segment was longer than the world title match. It was included the, the, the entrance and the Jason Jason Waller Jason yeah. Waller <laughs> bit as well. Uh, I thought a very good segment as well. And um, what I will say about and one, one I know we don't spend too much time on this on the segment alone, but I'll give a bit of credit for Waller as well because obviously someone who let's face it has never really been in that sort of environment in terms of a big sort of rowdy atmosphere, given he was mainly most of his career in WWE, he's been obviously at the performance centre where uh, you've only got, well, obviously it's a much more smaller stadium than the O2. Um, I thought he handled himself very well there because um, he's not been, uh, sort of since he's come up to the main roster of Grayson, I've been sort of like, not disappointed as such, but not, we've not really had the proper Grayson one that I thought we had. It's almost been a bit yeah. watered, he's been a bit watered down, I suppose, is the way to describe him on the main roster at the moment as opposed to what he was in NXT but thought he came out of his shell for this one in, um, um, on this segment uh, and it's good as well to actually see him take a bump because I know he actually it, it was it was actually re- announced that he did break his leg or something in the match with Carmelo Hayes yeah and which is why he's, we've not actually seen him get physical on Smackdown so um, so good. because he's seen him in the ring again see him rather than doing the talk show the effect, yeah and fingers crossed anyway but uh, yeah, we're going to get him back in the ring soon. Um, but um, no, uh, yeah, as I say, really pleasing segment. And one thing I do, I just love the fact that it wasn't announced. I, I mean, I knew he was there because I caught up with Raw today, but uh, sorry, Money in the Bank today. <laughs> but um, I mean, just for yeah, the surprise of it all, like it wasn't. I, it wasn't announced, was it? Like during the day or something? Because uh, I've been well away uh, from. <laughs> we were all in shock. We're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, they haven't actually announced anything about it. that's class. Yeah, so. No, really, really cool little moment that, and I love it when they, again, it's brilliant when just random surprises just generally do happen, and, um, yeah. Yeah, we had a, a couple on the show, so we'll get straight into it. So it was Money in the Bank at the O2 Arena in London, opened with the men, we, we thought this was going to be an event, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, as well, um, Damien Priest won, um, also had Butch, LA Knight, Logan Paul, Ricochet, Santos Escobar and Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought this was a lot of fun. It was a great opener. And perfect length as well. 20 minute ladder match, I think. Get all your stuff in. Great opener. I still wish Logan Paul would have won though. I thought we could have done more interesting things with a Logan Paul win. Yeah, no, um, I thought amazing, amazing openers to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, last week in hindsight, I said I did. Love this to open, but I thought this was, uh, they, they, I think it was done so well, and I think, yeah, because even on the entrances along the, I think the crowd just got so bang up for it straight away, so, um, obviously given how, how well the show was, how good the crowd were throughout, they obviously didn't get anything wrong in terms of place, where they placed matches on the card, so, um, Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, I didn't even think about it after this match, I have to say, because I was just, yeah, happy of how the match went, and, um, Again, I thought everyone out in the match came out looking pretty good. I mean, the crowd were into a lot of the superstars as well. Um, I think I'm just trying to think of the top man, obviously. With the yeah, Nakamura entrance, they were loving that straight away. Uh, obviously, as we mentioned, off-air about... Oh, no, yeah, it wasn't off-air. Sorry, the Santos Escobar uh, chant. So there was a lo- load of fun <laughs> to this. Uh, I did lo- I love the bit at the start as well, just Logan Paul with the who are you chants, and then everyone just went for him at the start. Yeah, that, that, that seemed to be the story of the match. Just every time Logan Paul tried to do something, multiple people battered. <laughs> well, I thought it was great because it makes logical sense. I mean, regardless if you're a heel or, heel or a face, you mean you're actually going to be peed off that someone's not had to go for a qualifying match who rarely rocks up as well each week. So, just following logic, I mean, that was good. But the fact that the crowd obviously weren't into Logan Paul at all um, obviously helped the whole sort of the whole point of it so that that was great um really but, hope but, as well butch, butch was great in this match i thought yeah yeah oh, just, yeah just, it's, i mean it I, seemed I, to be 
his his things and uh, when he was breaking people's fingers at the top of the ladders and stuff, I was like, yes, that's great. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I think we, but this was like obviously pretty a dream come true for him. I mean, we've obviously been speaking. Well, I mean, since he's joined sort of WWE 2016, I mean, we obviously never had any big shows in England apart from obviously the odd Raw SmackDown or the um, NXT sort of show, the UK NXT shows they had. So this was obviously his biggest ever show for sure. I know obviously he's had WrestleManias, but I mean, obviously in England and everything. So, uh, yeah, he would have loved it and yeah, really delivered. And, uh, you could tell how, you could tell how up for he was when him, when, when they all three of them to be fair came out to the, um, uh, yeah. with the entrance. So no, really pleased for, really pleased for him. Cause as I say, you'd think about all this as well when he was, well, even when during the pandemic and stuff, wrestling, obviously not being able to, well, you come back frequently to your hometown and all, little things like that. I think it was more, I think when we forget about sort of stuff like that, I think this would have really like poured a lot of emotion out of him, I think. And that's not just for him as well. I think it's probably for a lot of the UK guys and also even all other wrestlers around sort of the world who have, have had to wrestle sort of in other countries and whatnot. So, um, no, I thought it was a, yeah, I thought he, yeah, really up for it. And, uh, yeah, certainly, certainly did the UK seem proud as well, albeit, I know, not winning, but, uh, certainly, yeah, came out looking good in this, I thought. Yeah, I love this white gear as well. Like yeah. The football. Well, I love like the cricket bat as well, so I'll just completely, oh, yeah, the yeah. Cr- love the cricket bat, Wade Barrett as well, uh, I, I think we lost on the, I mean, I'm literally, my brain is all over the shop after this, this weekend, but it was Sunday when we lost in the Ashes, so I thought Barrett went, because I think we were doing it looking a bit crap on Saturday in the Ashes. Uh, not to really bore our listeners my cricket, but yeah, I was like, oh, why is he so mad? We were looking right on Saturday. Then I remembered it was actually Sunday we looked good, then still managed to lose <laughs> all bit thanks to the, the, Auss- the Aussies cheating. So, um, the, yeah, no, um, yeah, not, I like that little reference as well, which I'm, I'm always a big fan of. And the crowd seemed very, um, sort of happy. They <laughs> didn't seem to be happy, didn't seem to be happy that LA Knight, didn't win. He seemed to be the most over thing on the show. <laughs> but I just got, I just didn't see a SmackDown guy winning. I was just, I was, yeah, I was. I, 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 I don't know what he was cash in on the US title. So, no. <laughs> 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 you could the US title. He's a big, he's a big car guy. You can go for that. that was, but, but I, thought, I thought he had a great game. It was a, it was a fun match. He, I mean, he is so, I mean, yeah, really, really over. And I, I did listen to a pod as well, actually, earlier. And uh, he was, uh, a good point to make as well with LA Knight is this could have been like, I mean, you always do worry when someone's so over in a match like this that you you think of sort of like the, I mean, off the top of my head, like the Daniel Bryan 2015 rumble where he goes out and then the whole thing goes to pot. So mm-hmm. that could have gone a bit wrong with the show, like if that had wound people up. But I think... The fact that maybe as well it wasn't Logan Paul one albeit I know we said last week that we wanted Logan Paul to kind of win for what would made uh, what would have been quite cool of him with the briefcase. I think that might have not really gone down too well of the audience. So um, I think the fact that it went to someone who you can tell there's probably obviously we know there's how how they've talked about how 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 respected Priest is backstage recently and uh, mm-hmm. actually got lots of angles where they can go with this and it's someone who's very deserving, it'll be, it'll be, in fairness to Damien Priest. Um, uh, lots of, well, I would say lots of a potential, but he we obviously get actually, he's quite, he's obviously older than a lot of the, a lot of the guys on the ring. Yeah. He's early 40s, I think he is now, because he was, yeah, he was late 30s when he sort of was, yeah, on the NXT scene. So I think, yeah. I'm, I, I'm for him. I went to the WWE live event in Liverpool last week, and he had a match against Seth in the main event. It was a great match, so if they can put on just a match like that again, just like yeah, just like, Dom and Rhea interfering on the outside, and yeah, yeah, that was yeah, it was a really good match. So if they can do something similar to that, or if, yeah, or we just have and it's something I've not seen Raw, but I've heard on Raw that there's a bit of infighting in the Judgment Day now. So like, who could about? Now he's got this. Does that mean he's like above him in the Tekken order type of thing? I think. Or yeah, I was trying to work out what um what what's what might happen here. I mean, there's no like I know there's nothing to say he can't, he can't can have a match 
but doesn't actually have to cash it in to have a match with Seth. So, mm-hmm. um, or potentially you might even get maybe even a triple threat match, um, at SummerSlam, Seth versus Priest versus Balor. And that's where you could really go with this split. Um, cause yeah, obviously, I mean, it, that, from what I read online, I said, I've not watched Raw this week, but it sounded like with, with the ending to Raw, it was obviously a lot of like, well, it was obviously dropping the hint that all isn't right with the judgment day and, Baller and Priest, um, well, yeah, I, I, I probably going to come to blows sooner rather than later. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't know where, how or how soon they'll go, but I, I, I wouldn't be too far, I wouldn't be too against Priest actually just having a match regardless of contract against Seth. I mean, who's to say that just because he has a really? briefcase, he's not allowed to challenge for the titles without having to cash in, so. Yeah, I did see one thing we thought it'd be good if Finn actually beat, beat Seth and then the Priest immediately cashed in on him. <laughs> That would be quite cool, I think. Um, yeah, that would be quite funny. I, I think they're clearly going to go down the route of Priest priest as opposed to Balor turning face, I reckon, as well. Um, <clears throat> I think that's where they're, where they're probably going to go, given the, even just the sort of way they've been acting over the last sort of um, month or so. So, no, I mean, I'm, I'm all for where they go with this as well. I think it's, and given the fact judgment they have been one of the, well, it was a big success story over the last sort of 12 months and, um, sort of since the Triple H sort of era began, so to speak. Um, and certainly over recent months since WrestleMania, I think Judgment Day have been well, the, sort of one of the biggest things on Raw, so. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also on that Liverpool show, they had, um, Cody versus Finn in the Street Fight, which was, I think, my match of the night. So, I think going forward, so they did like a Cody and Seth need to team up to take on the Judgment Day, I think that could be a fun storyline. That does scream like a main event of Raw, doesn't it? Um, like one day, like uh, over the next sort of month or so, or so I definitely mm-hmm. w- I can see it happening at some stage on a, on a Raw where, yeah, they if it's a mutual sort of yeah, respect, I guess. Um, I still think we might get a Seth Cody before next year as well. Um uh, yeah, I still think we might get Seth Cody before the year even ends for the title, uh, providing Seth still holds the title. That is, um, yeah. So the actual show, uh, how was it like? A, how, how was was like the atmosphere good and stuff there as well? Oh yeah, it's a Liverpool crowd, so it's always fun. I, I know by some the Thursday <laughs> and we're trying to the phone because yeah, the end. It's finished, and then Seth comes up and on the mic and goes, "I love my song." Plus, I cut my music. I love my song, but I like it when you sang it, and he just... What's <laughs> <laughs> gone on? Like, four or five minutes, my favorite was like, Joel was like, just carry on singing. I was like, <laughs> Did, they, did your kids really enjoy it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Isaac was in awe. You know, it's just, like, it's just the, best, the best thing that's ever happened. It's <laughs> like, can we go again in October? I said, I don't think they're coming to Liverpool in October. Coming back to the UK in October, but no, I don't think they're coming to Liverpool in October. Oh, I haven't seen any of the venues. I hope Brighton, I mean, Brighton hasn't, they haven't done Brighton uh, since 2018, uh, but. I'm sure they said Glasgow, New Sheffield. That's the same ones I remember. Must have been Man, I'm guessing Manchester, but it's not coming to Liverpool. And I'm guessing somewhere down south. <laughs> well, I went back <laughs> there, but. Yeah, but. Oh, I think Nottingham's yeah, one, I think, as well. Nottingham, maybe, instead of Sheffield. Maybe. But yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, sing, singing Nakamura's song and then Cody, Seth's, yeah, my voice was gone. <laughs> so, yeah, brilliant show. Uh, oh, should we move on then? We've got the women's tag team title match. Uh, Liv and, so, Raquel Gonzalez, I always want to call her Gonzalez. <laughs> Raquel Rodriguez <laughs> defeated Ronda Rousey as Shayna Baszler. After randomly Shayna Baszler turned on Ronda, made no, Sense in the context of the match, it didn't, it didn't, at any point you saw any friction between the two of them. Well, reports have come out since saying that Ronda Rousey is basically saying, I'm pretty much done, I wanna, and on my way out, I wanna pull over Shayna. That's what I've heard. But within the context of this match, they could have, unless that happened on the day, said, oh, I'm going. <laughs> I don't see, they could have set something out on SmackDown or something. That was a bit of a something happened, but it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it was um, something a bit out of the um, the blue. I mean, I think I, well, personally, I thought, I don't know, we did touch on it last week on the show, but I actually thought there was going to be a split between either Liv turning on 
Raquel and Raquel turning yeah. on or Raquel turning on Liv. Yeah. So uh, I did think there was going to be a split, but a nice, cool sort of way. But yeah, I think you're right. I think reading the reports, it sounds like Ronda's time's coming to an end. And she did always make it clear. I think we've been here before where she did say she wants to put over Shayna before um, either leaving full stop or full well forever or just having a period of absence. So I think. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they said their contracts up until up until WrestleMania next year, so they could have held these titles and then some, something happens. Well, yeah, have like a proper monster. And I think it, the tag titles probably did need that as well. So that's the only disappointment about sort of the tag titles. And I think as well, even like I think I think he was quizzed Triple H on like a press conference post match, and he, even he was struggling to come up with like some of the tag teams that actually is for them to face. So um, um, it's yeah, certainly. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the only kind of disappointment. The fact that it's yeah, it could have done with a long title run. Yeah, definitely. After the just like, weeks after they unified the titles, immediately to lose them just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would have preferred a monster run, and then I don't I don't know how you break them up with something better than this. If they wanted to have a WrestleMania match or I don't know, to put over Shayna, big ladies run. Um, yeah, um, Gunther versus Matt Riddle. I expected more. <laughs> I expected seeing their matches at like Red Pro and uh, uh, progress in the past and just um, mm. all over in the scene. It just seemed that let's just go out there five minutes so then Drew comes out. <laughs> Don't tell anything that would overshadow the Drew return. That just seems to be what we were told to do. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'd say. I don't want to slag the match off because I still kind of like the storyline aspect of it. The fact that mm-hmm. it's made Gunther look, well, like Gunther almost. The fact that there's, um, well, the fact that he was working obviously on the foot that he's targeted over the last few weeks. So in mm-hmm. theory there, why the hell would this match be on for like 20 minutes? So I, li- I like that in that respect. Yeah, a bit disappointed. We didn't, we, we, we didn't get it. Well, was it, it could, you could have even, I think if someone had predicted this could be matched the night prior to the show, then I don't think you would have really disagreed with them, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would like to think that this isn't the last we've seen of these two. I know we're, we're almost certainly going to get um, Drew versus Gunther at SummerSlam. I think that's looking like a death mm-hmm. cert. But <clears throat> if they were to, like, I don't know, even main event of Raw or something beforehand, Gunther and Riddle give them a run of the, a class match there. Then I think yeah. that, that would be yeah. sort of, at least there's a takeaway you can get from from Riddle, and I think, yeah, Riddle's a bit of an awkward one at the moment, isn't it? I mean, there's, I, I think, I mean, do you think it, it's a tough one with Riddle at the moment? Because I think last year he was sort of, it was like that time, I think, when he beat Seth in the main event of, I want to say, Extreme Rules. That was a time where it could have maybe, yeah. where they pushed him. I mean, obviously, you could say, annoyingly, now it was, now that obviously there's another title, so you can never say never. Now there is actually another main title, but, yeah, it's certainly yeah, a bit of an awkward one with Riddle at the moment. So I hope they make they keep. I think he'll always have certainly a place on the on the card, given that one he obviously is a great wrestler and two that he does generally get usually good pops regardless of venue, uh, regardless of place around the around well, around the world. So, but um, but no, on the positives, Gunther, as I say, um, keeps the rain going. I, I don't know how close are we now to Hunky Tonk Hunky Tonk Man. It's just after SummerSlam, so that's why people are thinking they put Drew there. It's a, it's a proper test. So if he beats Drew, then he kind of deserves the honky tonk reign type of thing. So, cause it's, I'm sure it's a couple of days after SummerSlam. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I, in that case, then yeah, I'd have, I'd certainly, uh, yeah, I want him to break the record. So yeah, I, as much as it's great to see Drew back, I, I just yeah. I think Gunther needs to break that record, so... Yeah, you could have him break the record, but he kind of goes against his own principles and gets himself disqualified or counted out or something. It's like, ah, oh. like where Drew doesn't lose, but he's broke the record going against like his principles of this is this, the art of wrestling, I think. <laughs> like a proper heel way of doing it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think last no, year... I hate, I hate. DQs and count outs on pay per view. It's a shit, shit way of doing it. It's like a shit, chicken heel way of doing it. So if Drew's like completely on top the whole match. 
Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. it. Was I think last year? I think as well with Drew that I think it was sort of post well, post Clash at the Castle. It was sort of again coming to a bit of a crossroads of where do, where do they go with here now? Maybe a heel turn could be on the horizon. I, I think we're sort of recycled twelve months on. We're we're back at kind of the same place after SummerSlam. So. Um, I, I reckon that we will, Drew will be healed by the new deal. Well, apparently though, I'm sort of seeing again conflicting reports. Apparently, I'm in the post, um, in the pre- in the press conference after the show that Triple H was sort of quizzed about Drew's contract <laughs> status, and he said I was nothing to worry about. He's mm. WWE. Apparently, um, after that's not apparently it's actually now reports count that's not the case, and there's still a long way to go in negotiations. So, um, uh, yeah, whether it's again, if it's just a one of those ones where they sort of extend the contract for a little bit, uh, whilst I think they've done that with a sort of a couple of superstars, haven't they? I think, I want to say, yeah, Gargano and Cole, they did before, obviously before Gargano re-signed many months later, and then Cole obviously going to AW. So whether this is another one yeah. where they... Yeah. Cole stayed for like a month, signed on for an extra month to do the... The, the override Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, I mean, it could... As I say, we we don't know. I mean, the fact that he's obviously turned up here to Money Bank's a good sign, and I, I'm sure we'll yeah all will be well there in that respect. I've got I think Drew will. Uh, yeah, I I don't see Drew personally going sort of elsewhere, but who knows? But uh, <laughs> what a pop though as well, by the way, for record. And you could tell like, with the smile he had when he came out as well. He he was loving it. So yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I was really good. I was really happy to see him back. That was a nice little surprise as well. Joe, it was, Joel's yeah. Like, I, I think Orson's going to come back and cost Riddle. I've not heard reports that Orson's anywhere close to coming back. <laughs> the first time I heard any reports on him is that he, he's been told he has to retire. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm seeing conflicting. Again, I've seen some some are saying that he's he's ready to go. Some, as you say, are a bit more, yeah, well, we don't, yeah, still know we're near clear to compete. So, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next was Cody Rhodes defeating Dominic Mysterio. Eight minute comedy match, really? I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it for what it was. Isaac, this was one of the fitness of Isaac's favourite matches. Like, I just can't choose. He's got my two favourites. Yeah, it was Dominic being a chicken shit heel for most of it. Um, thinking he had like a bit of a one-up shipmanship on Cody because of Cody's alleged broken arm and then yeah, when <laughs> when he took when he took his arm brace off and the look of complete horror in like, Dominic's face when he's like, oh shit, he's not he's a hundred percent better. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed it for what it was. But I think Cody, yeah, he needs to be having Brock level matches. I think so. I was I was really surprised that Brock didn't return in this match. But I'm guessing Brock didn't want to come to Britain and just said, oh, I'll do all this. I'll come. I'll come to Brock. <laughs> Okay, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, it's what I wanted. I mean, I I didn't want, I certainly didn't want Dominic to uh, to get the win over Cody. I mean, I know uh, it's it would have been the hero thing and what have you. Brock did by then, and Cody scoops the pin. But I I think that would have just personally been a a bit of a, a step too far in terms of uh, yeah slime in terms of slimy wins. So I wouldn't. Yeah, I was happy the fact that Cody got the win and. and it maybe it would have been. I mean, they're probably a bit all surprised out the UK crowd, but I think they had done another one with Brock attack, attack Cody. Could have been, I don't know, maybe a surprise too too far. I don't know, but um, but I suppose the awkward thing that is, well, given how over the the crowd were with Cody, I think the fact that Brock did come out, there could have almost been cheers for Brock beating up Cody. In a mm. worrying way. I know, I'm not saying that they, they would have done it like, oh, you deserve, they wouldn't have certainly done you deserve it chance or anything <laughs> like that. But, uh, no, I think, I, I, I was personally, yeah, happy they saved it to, for the, for the Raw. And, um, yeah, well, I think obviously quite clearly we're going to get Cody Brock at, um, at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, next we had the John Cena segment, which we spoke about. And then, I think this was, I think it's the be- best match of the night and the best women's money in the bank match ever, I think. Yeah, so, Eos Sky defeated Bailey, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, Selena Vega and Zoe Starks. The only person I felt a bit well, sorry for was Selena Vega. That what she did in the match was okay, but she didn't really have any storylines going through. Like, you have the Becky, Sil- um, Str- Stratus and Zoe 
like thing throughout and the Bailey Air Sky where they wanted to help each other but they both wanted to win storyline as well which you know, but I thought this was a lot of fun I was like <laughs> I love how they, they, they kept kind of making it like Becky and Trish were, were looking like they were helping each other and turn around and go oh, she were kind of the battery each other I thought Trish was amazing in this as well because then I had a a full run for like the best part of 15 years, maybe. So I thought, yeah, 47 years old now. I thought, yeah, I think, yeah. But either, show, either covering up her weaknesses really well or Tris is the real deal. So. <laughs> and yeah, apparently in the, the press conference before that show, Zoe Stark said, I'm here for Tris to win. So yeah, that was kind of what we thought was going to happen. I'm sure we both picked Tris Stratus to win this much. Yeah, no, I mean, I think overall, I think you're right. I think, I think we're sort of saying this, I think, quite a bit now about the, um, mm. so I think we said, didn't we say it was the best women's rumble of, uh, the best one they've done yeah, this year now? Best women's money in the bank. So, um, well, so yeah. In the past, they just looked so choreographed, the money in the yeah. bank. So I thought, one didn't, it looked like they, 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 they're going, right, this needs to happen. Go do it. I think they had like six really competent women in there. But yeah, we didn't need to go. Oh, but then this happens, and then this happens. But like fully rehearsed, like they've looked in the past. But yeah, I think yeah. it just felt a bit more actually like it did feel like we were watching Money in the Bank matches almost. Which you know you can say, well, obviously, but and the fact that they were, t- it didn't feel as you say so sort of like kind of scripted. Oh, we know how this is going to go. It just felt like actually this is there's a lot of women. I'm not really sure. Maybe it would help the fact that. It could have gone to quite a few people in the match, or it wasn't one blatantly obvious winner or anything like that. <laughs> there was, as you say, there was some um, well, cool spots slashed, good storylines. So I think it kind of had a bit of everything in this, uh, which I really, I really liked. Um, I think, yeah, you, you say about Zelina, she was sort of was. I think she was almost going to be the spot kind of person. Uh, yeah. You get, I suppose you could say about the men's one. It was, it was almost certainly going to be Ricochet. Um, so. Which I don't think I don't think it's really a bad thing, but yeah, I mean it's uh, I feel yeah I think for for everyone this again a bit like the men's delivered um, crowd crowd obviously were, in, were into it as well um, and yeah I like the I, I and I'm happy I'm really happy with the winner um, as well uh, I think we yeah I think last week it was sort of I think last week I think we sort of said it was potentially going to be sort of one of the two kind of state where it was either going to be someone from either Trish or Zoe or the other way with the with Bailey or um EO Sky. Mm-hmm. I think EO Sky I, I can see EO Sky sort of a bit like what you could argue but the same with, with Priest. I think it, it this will now be used to obviously send her into a baby face. Um I think yeah. we, going to a feud with Bailey because you pushed it. <laughs> you pushed me off a lot. It's a pretty damning thing. And I love how, because a great spot. I've never, I've never, I don't think it's ever happened in a lad, lad match before or where earlier in the match, Zoe Stark puts to try to handcuff Becky to the ring, but only managed to get one on. But so for the next 10 minutes, she was wrestling with a, with a handcuff on. And then, um, Becky and Bailey would try and drop the ladder and Ear Sky handcuff them together through the ladder so they couldn't carry on going up. But AS guy climbed over Bailey to get to the ladder. It was like, oh, it's such a great story to tell. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you had this as well with EO Sky. I think I'm sort of getting a bit like, I think I did touch on it last week. I'm sort of getting Cody Rhodes, Damien Sandow kind of vibes from 2013. Where mm. um, I hope it goes obviously better for both wrestlers <laughs> post uh, <laughs> post this, but uh, no, I'm sort of get. I think that, yeah, this would be certainly a feud to start. You know, Sky's baby face run off. You'd like to think, um, and then yeah, yeah. Have this off. I think that could be nice. <laughs> I, I, I would I would even go as far to say I wouldn't mind that for that WrestleMania next year potentially, because um, I think yeah, I think, I think I've already kind of got one of the women main events matches in mind with Bianca versus Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mind the other one being the Oscar versus EO Sky so um, no you could certainly see EO Sky um, yeah the, the starting off the babyface run with her versus um, uh, Bailey and then yeah who knows when the cash in uh, does happen 
I would like to think, yeah, um, it will probably, yeah, maybe not, maybe soon after, not too soon after. I mean, already we're, uh, what are we? We're already, I think she's already broken a record now when how long it's taken not to, uh, uh, she's probably the second longest holder now. Second <laughs> so there you go. But, um, no, uh, really happy for her and, uh, and just a, a really good fun man in the bank match. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Again, not too long. This was only 18 minutes long. And I think for these ladder, uh, ladder matches, that's all you need. A nice 20 minute match. <laughs> Um, and I think I think the next match suffered from what a good match the Money in the Bank was. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. It's had 12 minutes, and I can't really tell you much that happened in this match apart from Damian Priest walked out halfway through, <laughs> and it looked like he might cash in. And the commentators just teased, "Oh, remember that time when Seth walked out to <laughs> yeah. the ring? He ran like <laughs> there was, ran, no, there was no tomorrow, yeah." <laughs> Made a triple threat to so just tease that for the rest of the match, and I just uh, yeah again I I think I just expected more from this match. I'm, I don't know what I'm to say about it. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're um. I, I Seth guess. wasn't able to, uh, The crowd just seemed knackered. They didn't. Say, I think. I think. I think they should have opened the show like you said. Open the show with Seth's song. I would have been yeah. Got the, the crowd. They just seemed tired after the Money in the Bank match. The Get too infused by the Seth song. I, I will say to play a bit of devil's advocate to that point mm. about oh, the crowd being knackered. I, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because they've been treated to such a brilliant <laughs> show that they probably were a little bit knackered uh, because of the uh, how great the show was. Um, yeah, this would this would probably been about eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, well, how long what time did it actually finish UK time? The actual show? Oh, half eleven, quarter to twelve. Oh, wow, late then. Started at eight. Yeah, that'd be quite a struggle. I'm just, I'm just top of my head thinking about trying to get a train back from London if I did, if I was, if I did go. Uh, that would have been quite, that would have been a push, that would. Um, no, fair enough. Sorry, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think they were always going to be a bit, um, shattered at some point in the night but as you say I think the fact that you've almost like been given so much well such a great night of of wrestling I think yeah you are going to go periods of a show where you yeah where people want to well people maybe nipping out for for a beer a wee and whatnot um that was yeah uh, and the fact it's just generally getting late (laughs) it was always going to yeah uh, there was always going to be a period of the night where it goes a little bit quiet so um but no, I um, yeah, I think yeah, this was again a bit like what we said, kind of with the the Gunther, um, a little bit, a little bit flats. Not what, certainly not the best match these two have ever produced together. Mm-hmm. But equally, still, I'm still a bit opt, still a lot. So obviously, grounds of optimism going forward. I think with the storyline, certainly with Priest. So certainly, um, certainly, yeah, certainly enough to keep people intrigued. I think for the next month going into into SummerSlam. Um, I thought the build was pretty good. They had the whole yeah. seven years in the making. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you, you broke my arms, only held the title for 24 hours. So I broke my shoulder, whatever. That's it. Um, I, I thought it was a great build, but then I just, uh, yeah. I, I think they probably had, it was like, you know, just about to get going and then it finished. It was a good, I think they, I think they had a lot more planned in the head, but uh, probably the John Cena segment went way <laughs> I'm sure the chat said it wasn't meant to be like 15 minutes long. <laughs> if you're trying to put this new title over, having just 12 minute matches is a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think maybe we might get maybe a one or two title matches on Raw over the next month. Um, yeah. Wouldn't it be all, all four of them going down to NXT and maybe having a match with someone down there as well uh, if they want to do that? But, um, so there was, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I think there's certainly more to come from stuff, but you're right. Yeah, it doesn't get to a point where, how at the moment this is the night. No, I think there was obviously always the risk before it even where the title even came out that it feels like a secondary title, and there's not really been a lot they've done to make you think otherwise. So certainly a bit of concerns early on about the belt. I think for me, and this could just be my opinion. It might not necessarily be a right opinion, but just keep getting it defended, keep putting title matches on Raw, keep 
uh, to keep trying to sell it, keep making it feel like it's the big title. Even certainly on Roy, don't have to go too crazy that month. It is the best title in WWE because that's just that's just not going to go. People are just not going to believe that. But I think yeah, keep keep emphasising it, keep making it main event, even your Raws. Um, um, and um, yeah, I'm sure over the course of time it will it will get there. It will feel like a bigger title. But yeah, early on there, certainly certainly stuff to make you think that this is. A, Certainly isn't rain still holds the bit, the better belt, so to speak. Yeah, have they actually said whether it's carry on the history from the old the big gold belt yet? Or Ooh, I, I I personally haven't seen anything. No, no, no. Uh, it's the, the main events, which I love. <laughs> but how how you get a Roman Reigns match into a tag team match and still make it epic? I just love it. Bloodline, Civil War, tag team match. And this is where the, the crowd woke up again. <laughs> yeah. Stand up if you hate Roman. <laughs> Roman's sad. No. <laughs> he doesn't hate Roman. <laughs> tribal, tribal wanker was my favourite. Especially when Barrett goes, well, I'm a bit disappointed how disrespectful the UK crowd have been him. <laughs> yeah, no, like the... Uh, Chance I've only ever heard for Gibson, uh, Zach Gibson. Shoot off if you hate Roman as well. So. Yeah, yeah, you got the trick. Yeah, UK crowd is the best. I thought they were. Yeah, they were. They were great with this, and uh, they they made it a bit toxic, which I loved. And they got. I say I was impressed as well. However, the Usos were post match, and they got. Well, they got a huge moment. I mean, as well to like for it to show. I mean, I, I well, pretty. I mean, the fact that it, we were sort of saying. Because I was chatting to a couple of lads on on this stag about obviously mm. wrestling because it was one in the bank time. Someone was made the point that well, I think that with the reigns at the moment they're kind of making them feel almost like a bit like an undefeated under WrestleMania under uh, can't get my words out Undertaker's WrestleMania streak uh, mm. with, with how long they're going to how long is it going to go out and getting pinned? So the fact that that they did decide to give it to um to well, to Jay is a huge moment. I, I, I even love Jimmy's reaction as well after. Um, after it, after the pinfall happened, so oh. yeah, I mean, if you were in this audience, you certainly if, if, if you are a lucky person because it was a yeah, there was some so some very cool moments, and especially the fact that, like you say, the fact they picked up again from this. I know they went through that. We just touched on the Seth match; it went a little bit quiet, but certainly picked up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> There's just lots of callbacks in this match as well. So the the pin at the end was kind of a callback to Roman's first ever time he took the pin that. Money in the Bank for uh, 13 or 14, I can't remember which one. And it was on the pre-show against the Usos. <laughs> so so they're pretty much the same. If you put them side by side, it's, uh, it was Jimmy standing in the background, the big splash from Jay. Um, there was the guillotine and, uh, on Jimmy, which was when Jay had to join, had to quit to join the, the, the bloodline. Oh, just, yeah, all these just little things. I was like, oh, this is a bit. <laughs> so, yeah, and yeah. Roman interacting with the crowd was great. Um, yeah, Solo Sokoa. There's, there's a spot that, um, when they did the spear spike spot, and Jimmy kicked out, and Roman was sitting there, and then he pulled, that when he pulled Jay on, Jimmy on top of Jay, and tried to do the double fib, and then Roman, Roman was just sitting there like, what do I need to do to pin these guys? And then, yeah, and then Solo just kind of picked them up, and went, yeah, we just have to keep battering them. Yeah, and then yeah, Graham's like, yeah, we just need to keep battering them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so, so was kind of showing his ruthlessness, even in against his brothers. It's like, yeah, we just need to carry on. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, it seemed to be a 25 minutes of build to this amazing last five minutes of this match, which yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I've watched it twice, and I need to go back and watch it. I'd happily sit and watch it again. It was really good. Um, I'm glad. Um, I hope it's Jimmy versus Roman at SummerSlam and Jimmy wins. JJ wins. Sorry. <laughs> so it needs to happen. I predicted it. <laughs> you did say, I will say, when it, when it did happen, I was sort of looking on a bit of a, uh, he's in the know, Chris. I think, what's he secretly? What who does he know in WWE? No, but um, it was, uh, no, well done. Great prediction. I think, 
the fact that I think there was obviously there was I think when we had this sort of Cody Rhodes build up to well even even starting before that the Sami Zayn sort of angle people were like yeah yeah obviously you, you, you did lead the charge of it uh, about uh, maybe it's not going to be Cody maybe it could be Jay at SummerSlam. Um, I still don't think it will be as much as I think it's kind of got to that point now where I just think it's going to go on to a, a WrestleMania, which I hope is next year. But who knows? Um, but um, it was, um, yeah, it, it was a very cool moment, and and I think as well, just it, I mean, you look at the Usos. What a, I mean, what a year they're, they're sort of having, and I'm not saying necessarily in terms of wins and results and whatnot, but the fact main events in the WrestleMania night one. Uh, been obviously a major part of um, was it the, obviously uh, well, I'm getting confused with um, what about um, what was the show where Jack, where Jimmy kicked him um, oh um, the Saudi show what was it uh, Crown Jewel was, no yeah. Crown Jewel um, Clash, of the Crown Cha- Clash of the Champions Clash of the Champions was it oh. Night of Champions Night of Champions yeah uh, I don't know if it's my brain is just generally not functioning <laughs> today. Um and um, yeah, so yeah, I think the fact that they were the main major part of that show well even you could even go back for that, Royal Rumble major part of the ending, obviously a major part of well, the Sami Zayn obviously conclusions that kind of angle, but then going into themselves. So no, it's um I think they've had a really successful enough I, I would love to see one, at least one at SummerSlam, which I think we're almost certainly going to get. But if not, two. I'm not saying that uh, part of me doesn't want to have a triple threat match because I fear that will just lead to a divide between the Usos, which I kind of don't want. But um, I'd like to see yeah, at least one, or if not two, have a have a crack at Roman before the year's out. I, I reckon Jimmy would support Jay yeah, have a solo a solo match, a singles match against Roman. I can't see what else you could do. It's just, it's it's been. Yeah. Elden for this match for years. <laughs> and it needs the main event, SummerSlam. <laughs> I don't know what happens if Jay doesn't win. I just, it's kind of, it just seems like a great like, ending to the story. It's just a, a good, good feel good moment. Yeah. People were saying Sammy should have won and then Roman should have won and Kevin Owens should have won. <laughs> this, this, this has been building since. 2020 was that when they had their feud? Was it late 19? No, it was uh, Reigns J. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was um short. It was literally Reigns' first match after winning the title. Hmm. So, um, yeah, three years. Yeah. So, so you either have it happen at SummerSlam, which is just the, the biggest show it could happen on, like WrestleMania, or at Payback, which I'm sure that's when Reigns won the title. Payback 2020. Yeah, pay, uh, might have been a Night of Champions, actually, you know. Was it? I'm sure it was Payback. Why did I say Payback? Oh. <laughs> payback, he won the belt off um, Strowman and, um, uh, and and Bray Wyatt, and then I think, yeah, he defended it at the next pay-per-view against Jay, so I could be completely wrong. I mean, say, lockdown, lockdown wrestling wasn't really my um, my most enjoyable time of watching wrestling, but... I mean, as uh, when he won the title, not when he had a match against Jay, I mean... Oh, sorry, yeah, it was pay, yeah, Payback 2020. So, yeah, it's like three years to the pay-per-view, that, so if he lost it at Payback, it kind of it could be good. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll certainly do something big for that show, won't they? The fact that mm-hmm. they would certainly draw emphasis on the fact that... Um, that he's lost the belt. Um, oh, sorry, that he won the belt from uh, yeah at Payback 2020. All in all, I'd recommend anyone going to watch the show. It just it was, the crowd was brilliant. There wasn't a there wasn't a bad match on the show really. As I said, I said those two, I, was, I just expected more from Seth versus Finn and Gunther versus Matt Riddle. They weren't they're not bad matches. I just expected more from them. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I think yeah, with this, I mean. There's there's rarely shows these days where I want to go back and watch, but I probably actually would go back and watch this show. I think um, the fact that I just I think it's more I, I mean, that could just be showing more about me rather than. But I just really do love a wrestling show when it, when a crowd's just so over with it, and I, I did enjoy. It. I thought both money and bank matches I both really enjoyed. So cool ending to the show, some cool surprise moments throughout. So no overall, I just really really did enjoy the show. Um, and I think this is a theme now with WWE. I mean, I'm struggling to remember the one, the last WWE paper I actually slagged off sort of thing. So, um, 
the one this year. I can't think. I mean, I love to. I mean, the fact that it, I mean, you look at it. It does help the fact that they've been quite tactical. I think with how they've done lots of stuff, like obviously Rumble, Rumble, Rumble's the Rumble. Um, and if something goes badly wrong, like 2022, that it's quite hard to <laughs> kind of get wrong. Um, uh, Elimination Chamber obviously had the Sami Zayn, for, uh, the Sami Zayn in Montreal, which was amazing. WrestleMania is WrestleMania. Um, backlash obviously in that Puerto Rico crowd. Um, then we had Night, uh, Clash at the Castle, which was obviously, a, a, it felt like a big show and it was probably one of the better Saudi shows they'd ever done. And, and here we are now with, with, with this. So, um, Saudi show ever, wasn't anything? I think it was, yeah. So, yeah, certainly, Certainly nothing's a really sweet He fell on the foot. He fell up, He's kind of not copied the NXT formula, but he's kind of in, he took influ- influence from it with six, he used to have between six or seven matches on the card rather than ten, eleven. If the things aren't going oh, on, yeah, like, no, yeah. yeah. He's kind of found that sweet spot three hours. This was, I'm sure this was slightly longer. But I think, yeah, this, I think, yeah, just keep going. <laughs> So the, t- the weekly TV isn't blowing me away. So that's really, really the bloodline segments. Um, that's what we need to watch every week. But I think PPB wise, yeah, you can't, WWE are just doing great this year. Um, and AEW as well. That's <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly it. It's what we want. It's like so we said at the start of the show. We want, we just want consistent, good wrestling, um, sort of <laughs> thing. And we're, we're getting it. As I say, atmosphere, everyone does seem, um, yeah, we are, and we have seen generally sort of the crowd. It's all well and good crowds going to shows and creating a bit of noise. Like we always knew that the Raw after many there always pretty good crowds, but the fact they're actually also invested in storylines helps a lot more rather than sort of. I mean, thinking back over the year, like I mean, I don't know. One that springs to mind is when I don't know, like <laughs> there was once a, a Raw after many match. It was like Randy Orton versus Sheamus, and the crowd were were just basically like crapping all over, but chanting like. Yeah commentators' names and referees' names and stuff. So um, for, it to, for for the crowd to actually be invested, as I say, in the storyline um, as well, obviously goes goes a long way and, and makes the... Um, and just, make, as I say, makes the show that lot, that little bit more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoy it. Way, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to SummerSlam. That's the 5th of August, I think. 5th of August, yep. Saturday, 5th of August. Mm. Another Saturday one as well, yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. Shall we leave it there, I think? Any more uh, final thoughts? No final thoughts. I'm just um I don't think there was any other fallouts from from the show. Um Oh actually I forgot to say earlier oh, in the men's money at the bank match. I do hope we get Logan Paul Ricochet at SummerSlam, by the way. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That was a nasty. Uh, apparently, it looked nas- more nasty than it was. That the, the Spanish fly off the ropes through the tables. <laughs> so it, it did look like he went full on his head. But apparently, he's just cut us back. Mm. Managed to do the full rotation. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Logan Paul got a prime bottle through it, and apparently, it was KSI through it. Adams. So There's uh, a promotion there. <laughs> yeah, none. But anyway, yes, another grace. Pay-per-view from WWE. So please follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Facebook BBG Wrestling. Instagram BBG Wrestling. And we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night. Good night.